You are listening to Weight Loss Made Real, and this is episode 24, How to Recover from an Eating Slip When You're Following Any Weight Loss Plan. Join me today as I coach you and help you understand why you have slips. We all do. Recognize what's happening when it's happening and learn to recover faster than ever before. So I want to talk about first why we do have slips. If we're committed to something, we make a decision that we want to lose weight or learn to do something different or learn to eat differently. And we're very committed. We're very excited. We're in that honeymoon stage. Why do we slip at all? Well, the fact is that every single time we learn something new, falling down is part of the learning process because we're forming new pathways in our brain. Our brain keeps wanting to take us to what it already knows. It's very efficient in having us repeat our old behaviors. And our old behaviors are falling down, overeating, doing things we don't want to do, getting into an emotional funk, all those things that we want to do less of or stop doing. And when we want to add something in that's new, that we want to put in new habit in there or do more of something that doesn't come naturally to us, that's when our brains are tempted to keep taking us down the old path. So the way that our brains are constructed, the way that we've evolved, kind of guarantees that when we try to do something new, this is what's going to happen. We're going to fall down. So here's the problem. Even though it's expected in science, we tell ourselves that we shouldn't fail. We shouldn't have a problem. We shouldn't have to fall down. And when we do, we think something's wrong. We tell ourselves, I failed. I just can't do this. And the good old favorite one is, well, something must be wrong with me. And what happens then is that we create drama where there really is no purpose or no reason for it. And so we make a small slip into something much, much bigger. The way we make it bigger is that typically our next thoughts after we slip off our plan or program is, I may as well keep going. I'm going to be good tomorrow. I need to get as much as I can in now because this is my last chance. There's an old, old book by a diet guru in New York. His name is Stephen Gullow, G-U-L-L-O. And he has a theory that I love and still use today. And it's called the slip to sleep theory. And that is that the most damage that comes from slipping off your plan happens not from the slip, not from what you eat when you deviate off whatever your plan was, but the damage comes after the slip, not that slip. The damage comes between the slip and the end of the day when you finally go to bed. So let's say that you're choosing to eat like a naturally slim person and you're going to eat when you're a little hungry and you're going to stop when you're a little full, but your brain is in the habit of being emotional. And when something comes up that's uncomfortable to you, you're in the habit of eating to get your mind off whatever is uncomfortable. So when you do that, when you slip into the old habit of eating emotionally, you're going to eat something that you didn't plan or is more than your body needs, right? 
you're not really hungry, but you're eating anyway, you're eating beyond comfortably full. It's what you say to yourself after you eat that, that leads to much more destructive behavior as far as your plan goes. It's what you eat until you go to bed. That's what does the damage, not the slip. So here's what you say to yourself that leads you to eat more and keep going. You might say, I blew it. I may as well start tomorrow. You might say, I should just keep going. I'm going to wait for Monday. I'm going to wait for next month. I'm just going to wait till after the kids go back to school, or I'm going to wait until I finish this project at work, or the most famous one of all, I'll start at New Year's Eve, because that's when everybody makes their resolution. I'm sure some version of this sounds familiar to you. So here's the thing. Our goal is not to walk on eggshells and try to forever prevent having a slip, because slips are important. When we make a slip, if we have the right mindset, we could look at it as failing forward because we're learning. We're seeing what we still need to work on. When we make a mistake, getting back up and learning is a skill that we all need to develop. No one gets it right the first time, but somehow you may expect yourself to be the exception and do it perfectly right from the beginning. That's what creates disappointment. What you need to do is to tell yourself that when you slip, very, very simple, I made an error. I did this because it's just the way I've trained my brain. I've done this so many times. Naturally, my tendency is to keep doing what I've always done. Nothing is wrong here. This is just my habit. And then ask yourself, How can you be more aware of this tendency that you have so next time you catch yourself a little faster and hopefully you stop a little sooner? So ask yourself when you slip, how can you have compassion for yourself? Because hating yourself for slipping and beating yourself up only serves to make you feel worse. And then guess what? Then you want to escape that new negative feeling and you want to keep on eating. Of course you do, right? Of course you do. That's what you're creating. So what would you tell yourself if you slipped, but you were not you, you were a dear friend of yours? You would say something like, you're fine, don't worry. You're definitely going to get this because, remember our big motto here, if anyone in the world could change their habits and get up after a slip, you can too. Remember this, failure is not falling down, failure is staying down. So after you've had a slip, what can you do to get back on track? Well, number one, I want you to think about developing a regrouping mentality where you literally make plans ahead of time for how you will get back up. Think about how and what you want to eat as you're regrouping. Do not allow yourself to call yourself bad names and be mean. And absolutely no giving up. Not in the program here. Make a very, very, very simple plan of self-care and take a little time for quiet reflection. When you want to take a look at what happened and how and what you'd like to be different next time, you need to make some time and space to think about it. Otherwise, your brain's going to, again, go right into default mode 
and most likely you will keep eating. So number two, after you've had a slip and you want to get back on track, number two, make a U-turn. As soon as you recognize your error, pause. There's no need to look at the calendar and pick a new start date. And don't tell yourself, well, now I've got to start all the way at the beginning. I've undone all the good that I've done. That is just simply not true. You're never starting from the beginning. You can't erase what you already know, what you already saw and realized and did. You just need to make a U-turn. Imagine that you're driving your car and your Garmin or your Google Directions app is telling you that you're off course. I'm sure that's happened to you. That nagging voice is going to try to correct you and get you back on track. That's what you need to do. It's that voice from the Garmin or the Google is going to keep saying, make a U-turn, make a U-turn, turn left at the light. That's what you need to tell yourself. All is not lost at all, but you want to get back on track. There's no judgment needed. We don't need to get upset when we get lost driving. We just make a correction. So make a U-turn literally right now, not later, not in the future. You made a mistake. So just own it, no drama, and get back on the road in the right direction. So number three for what we want to do when we had a slip and we're getting back on track. Number three, I want you to isolate the mistake. I do not want you to generalize and tell yourself that everything is wrong. You totally failed. Nothing's going right. When you make a mistake, you want to stay focused on exactly what went wrong. See exactly what the mistake was so you can figure out the remedy. If you tell yourself, it's over, you failed, nothing works, then you take yourself out of problem-solving mode and you're right smack in suffering mode. And if you're an emotional leader, suffering mode is exactly what's going to take you back to overeating again. So I want you to make some ground rules for yourself. And the biggest one is no judging. Just as you wouldn't judge a friend who stumbled or fell down, guilt and shame do not make you do better. Compassion actually helps you get back your self-control. Guilt and shame actually cause you to continue struggling. Falling down doesn't mean everything's wrong. Falling down doesn't mean you are weak or lazy or have no discipline. It means you did one specific thing that took you off track. Focus on that one specific thing. So falling down does not mean that you're weak or you're lazy or you have no discipline. When you create guilt and shame and blame, when you slip off your plan, the thing that we use to feel better then is our overeating habit. And this creates an even deeper problem for you. And then we indulge in overeating even more. So it's a case of doing something to feel better that actually makes our problem worse. So isolate the mistake. Do not generalize. Number four, the way to, after you've had a slip, to get back on track. I want to talk a little bit about some ideas that I've read from Gretchen Rubin, who writes books on habits. And she has her newest book is called Better Than Before, Mastering the Habits of Our Everyday Lives. 
She has a whole chapter in that book about how a stumble may prevent a fall and how we have to get used to being able to accept small mistakes that we make and continue. She talks about something that I'll bet you instinctively know, and that is that habits are tough to make and break, but habits are also at the same time very fragile. So you have to protect the habits that you want to keep and the new ones that you're making. We're always going to be exposed to temptation. That's just part of life. And the first thing we want to do is be able to recognize that we have temptation. So we know that it's possible that we might have a slip. And sometimes we can avoid a cue for temptation, but we might not avoid everything. We can't avoid every social event, right? We can't and don't want to avoid every party. We can't avoid a full refrigerator or a hard day at work or a certain time of day or a certain person. So it's not about avoiding every possible temptation or opportunity where you might fail, but just to know how to deal with it when it happens without giving up and know that it's natural. And step number five for recovering from a slip from whatever kind of program you've been on, and that is that if-then planning tool. And this comes from habit formation psychology, which I know I've spoken about before. And what it means simply is that you have a plan in place and the plan is an if-then plan, which means if this happens, then I will do that. It's something that you need to think about ahead of time for something that you anticipate coming up. It may not be exactly what happens, but if you have a general plan in place, You're going to plant this idea in your mind of how you will handle it. So not just situations to avoid overeating, but also and especially for the times when you do give in and you overeat, you definitely will. So I want you to plan for those times too. If I overeat blank, whenever it is or whatever it is or whyever it is, then I will blank when you're at a party or you're out socially and you're facing a lot of delicious food and you're not hungry, these are situations when you're going to be more likely to give in to the old pathways of your brain. So I want you to use the if-then technique to be ready to make a plan so that if you do give in, if you can avoid it, great. And that would be If I'm faced with pizza in the office and everyone's eating it, then I will order a salad and have one slice. You have a plan or whatever whatever your situation is. But even if you do give in and do eat when you're not hungry or do eat beyond comfortably full, you still can use the if-then planning for what you're going to do then. So you don't lapse into the slip that lasts until you go to bed which, you know, quadruples the damage that you would do if you just overate a little bit, which wouldn't be a big deal. So make a plan then for, if I do overeat at the office party today, then I will have a lighter supper and wait until I'm hungry to eat again. If then, if this happens, then I will do blank. If I do this, then I will compensate by doing that. So one of the things Gretchen says in her book that I love is, In fact, a stumble may be helpful because it shows me 
where I need to concentrate my efforts in order to do better next time. So you may think that if you plan to fall down, that you're subtly giving yourself permission to do exactly that. I have heard my clients say that, that it's like a sneaky little way to endorse falling down and giving in and eating whatever they want in that moment. This is definitely not what we're talking about here, folks. Of course, your goal is always going to still be to stay on track with your eating. That's your goal, to still eat when you're hungry and to still stop when your body's had enough. But being human, there are definitely going to be times that you will stumble. And how you deal with that stumble, that's what's going to determine your long-term success. The stumble itself does not determine whether you reach your goals or not. And it's foolish to expect that you won't stumble. Once you have strong habits in place, and you also create a plan for picking yourself up from a fall, then you can plan variations in your plan. Then you can make exceptions to your plan. And even those exceptions, we usually do better with them when we decide in advance. These strategies can help us do what we need to do most when we slip off our eating plan, which is get back up without giving up or doing further damage. Remember, it's guaranteed that when you learn something new, you're going to fall down. Guaranteed. It's only a fail if you stay down. So keep getting up and keep learning and never give up. I hope that this was helpful to you today. I will be back with another coaching session for you next week. And in the meantime, I hope you take advantage of my free gifts and my free book, Clearing Your Path to Permanent Weight Loss. The link is in the show notes. And I really appreciate all of you who are regular listeners. I love being here for you. And I will continue to come back every week and give you everything I have in my private programs little by little. If you have any questions for me, or there's anything that you'd love to hear me talk about in the show notes, you'll also find my email. So that's it for now. This is your coach cookie reminding you that as you search for answers, keep it real, just like you. <music>